Comedy LOL Podcast Network. Perfect. Since we're recording, I'm going to open up today's show with a quote that I found, and it goes, The mind can go in a thousand directions, but on this beautiful path, I walk in peace. And that's by Tignahan, who was a Buddhist monk. I mean, I feel like this quote honestly couldn't have come at a better time. My mind is literally like... It's always in a thousand directions. It's always going a mile a minute. It's always everywhere. And it's so difficult for me to stop and like smell the roses, if we're going to even say that, and like kind of lean into cliches. Um, and I seldom feel a moment of peace. I feel like my mind is always on. And so I think this is really great to kind of talk about what we're going to be talking about today. Um, but it's also a nice reminder to be like, take a minute, take a beat here. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good to do that because I think that's what started me. That's what ultimately led me to the tarot was when I started to meditate and I was able to get a little bit of a grasp on this crazy mind that I have. So it still can go everywhere, but at least now I'm aware of it and I'm able to stop it and refocus if I need to. So I think, yeah, that's why I really love that quote. And I think Five has a lot to do with that, but obviously we're going to. Oh my goodness, yes. We're going to talk about five today. And honestly, I feel like that's why we get along so well because both of our minds are always like firing off all of these different things all the time. Exactly. (laughs) Sometimes random, sometimes not. Most of the time, random, though. Mostly random, Um, yeah. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about the Five of Cups. So we're continuing on in our summer of love, talking about cups. We're talking about the Five of Cups. We're talking about the number five. And then we're talking about one of your favorite Major Arcana cards. Yes, the Hierophant. Yes, and I got to tell you, I love the two different versions we have of this card that we'll talk about because I feel like they're so very different. And I just had a reading with a friend, and this card came up. Um, and we, him and I always joke around about Catholic guilt. And when he saw this, he was like, oh, I feel a connection already to this card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I'm in trouble when I look at this card. What did I do? Right? It's like going to Catholic school all over again. <laughs> okay. So let's start off with um, the Five of Cups. And, you know, the season, the summer season, we're now actually in summer. The summer solstice has passed and we are now in the season of summer. Um, So we're talking all about the suit of cups because it has to do with emotions and love and feelings. And in the summer, we also have the sign of cancer, which relates to cups um, and emotionality. And you and I are both cancers. I always want to shout that out. So let's look at the five of cups card. And if you want to see Oh, and really quickly, not to interrupt you, but this show we're not recording it but it is going to be coming out it'll be my birthday when the show is out so tuesday july 2nd yes your birthday last week was my birthday yeah look at that happy birthday to us yes okay so um five of cups if you want to see what this card looks like you can always google it rider weight tarot um and look at five of cups or you can look at our instagram see look at me i didn't even need to be reminded this time um but you can look at our Instagram, which is the terrible two T A R O T B U L L, and then the number two, um, and they'll have a picture up about this card. So I'm going to talk about what I see first. So the background is like a light gray. You have one solitary figure in the center who's wearing like a black cloak. He's not wearing a hat, or she's not wearing a hat. On the right hand side, you see two cups standing. Um, up on the ground and then on the left hand side at the bottom you see three cups turned over Um, looks like the contents of those cups have been spilled he or the figure is looking at those three cups with his back or her back to the two cups behind them and then in the center of the card um, you have like this stream or river you've got a little bridge over to the right hand side and it looks like a little tiny town over to the uh, middle part of the card on the left so that's what I see when I look at the five of cups I feel like I did a pretty great job there Nailed it. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about um, what are your first initial thoughts when you see this card? 
it looks like disappointment to me when I see this at first because there's a central figure. He's standing there. He's not facing us, and he's shrugging, and it looks like he's just either sad or something's going on. So that's I just immediately think disappointment when I see this. <clears throat> what are you thinking? Yeah, I when I saw this, I was like, this hits hard for me right now. I mean, you know how I'm feeling in terms of my life and everything I've got, got going on. Um, and I honestly feel like this is, if we want to go back to the quote from before, like I'm looking at this and there's five cups, three of which are knocked over. So it's more than obviously half empty, but it's one of those like, yes, he's so disappointed about those three, but sometimes it's like, you know, no, no use crying over spilled milk. Um, and that's what I wrote down. You know, I love talking about like little cliches <laughs> for all of these cards. Um, yeah, I think, so you know, it's funny the not, um, again, I cut you off, but I think that's where a lot of these sayings and cliches come from that mm -hmm. it is actually can be picturized or I'm sorry, can be, um, illustrated in the tarot. So yeah, that's a great point. So my initial thought is the same as yours, which is regret and disappointment. Let's talk about the symbols here in the card. Um, I want to talk about his dress or her dress or whatever this figure is wearing. I felt such an emptiness again. I don't, I don't want to tie in like my own personal feelings currently at the moment, but like such an emptiness and a feeling of despair. And that doesn't not necessarily have to be feelings related to the color black. Um, but in none of the other cards, have we seen that so far? Yeah. Yeah. Especially the cups. Um, and also I wanted to add that it is as much as we try to stay impartial and try to just like say what the cards could mean for everybody universally it's going to bleed over what's going on in your life because that's what the tarot is about so it's great yes because it's another way to highlight what a good tool this is to help yourself um help yourself and not have to look for external help and i, I think what a that. great what a great and easy connection it is for people who are going through any situation in life like there's a card that you're going to feel an immediate connection to like this literally is me right now we, you know, we sound like tarot card salesmen. You know I mean? Like, I'm, people are probably waiting for the pitch after where we're like, for just $19.99, you can get your old deck of tarot cards. Uh, no, that's not what this is, everyone. We're just trying to save the world. I don't know. Uh, so, right, yeah. So do you have I, any thoughts about his or her dress? Um, it's just very, it's covering this entire person, basically. Mm -hmm. So it does remind me of some kind of negative emotion that's just going to cover somebody like depression or despair. Yeah. Or despair. And, and honestly, this is just a great jumping off point then to talking about the background for the background in this card is like this gray color. Again, it just goes to like, it's not a bright, vibrant, clear color. It just feels like that sorrow. It's just like enveloping every part of this card. Yeah. For it's me. like a overcast, just like crappy yes. day, you know? Like, you just want that sun like to come out. <laughs> well, the sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Tell, well, if you could tell that guy, maybe he wouldn't be, you know, sulking so bad. <laughs> but, like, I also want to point out that there's no, like, clouds or, like, storm clouds or anything in this. And so, for me, it just feels like a, an unending, gloomy day. Yeah, I like that. You know, that. because if you're mm -hmm. thinking about a storm, it's, like, normally, like, there is a calm before the storm. And then after the storm, there's normally blue sky. And there's no clouds here. It's just, like, this is life. Yeah. You want to see a snapshot, everyone, into my life right now? Look at this card. <laughs> Do you have okay. that cloak? <laughs> <laughs> what if I did? No, I I'm knew kidding. It. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the three cups that are spilled over. Um, so I just made a, a, a mention of the fact that in a lot of the other cards, the cups look so big, they didn't feel very big to me in this card. Um, even though four cups are probably rather large in terms of size. Um, did you make any observations or have any thoughts about them being spilled over and then the color of the things that are coming out of them? Um, it's For me, it seems like it symbolizes any kind of either loss or regret or something that goes different than you wanted it to go in life. And I mm -hmm. would say the different colors are just different variations of what that could be, you know, emotionally, physically, things that happen at work, stuff like that. So it's just kind of giving you a, an idea that it's, it could be different things. Okay, so now let's look at this river. I mean, I'm going to call it a river. It looks like it could be a stream, but because there's like this bridge over it, I'm going to say that it's like a river um, that's separating this figure from like this town. What are your thoughts on that? 
usually anytime you see a town or a castle, it would indicate safety and security. So it seems oh that my God, he's I love that. out on his own. <laughs> yeah, I heard that a while ago, and I love it. So it seems like he's out on his own, and sometimes you'll see the castle or city in the background, and there's just land in the way. So the fact that there's water in the way, it could just symbolize an extra obstacle that's in the way. He has to go to the bridge. Or it could even it could even symbolize some kind of hope too. I'm going to tie the river into like emotions and emotionality because, you know, if it's always moving and, and flowing, it's kind of like feelings are not stagnant. You kind of constantly are moving through all of these different feelings. And I love the idea of a town or a castle being security and, and him being unable to get through his emotions to get to that security. And now that you said that, it reminds me of that quote that I can never remember in Butcher where... It's basically like no man walks to the same river twice because it's he's never the same man and it's never the same river. Yes. So th- that's the same thing. So it could symbolize that even if he does go home, he's it's not going to be the same. He's not going to be the same man or he has to be a different man in order to come home. Kind of like the fool's journey where he comes back realizing, you know, once um, home feels different, then that's when you know you, you made it. Okay, so... Um, if that makes sense. I do. I do. It does. It really, really does, honestly. And there's a quote from the movie Pocahontas, the Disney movie Pocahontas. Um, and it's the song Just it. Around the Riverbend. I'm going. <laughs> no, do I'm it. going to. <laughs> and the first line in the song is she says, what I love most about rivers is you can't step in the same river twice, which is exactly what you just said. She said yeah. the water is always um, moving, always flowing. So. Um, I do want to point out though, on this card that there is a little bit of optimism here. I don't want to constantly seem like I'm like focusing on the negative, right? Because, okay, there's two cups that are turned or three cups that are spilled over, but there are two cups still behind this figure that are standing up. Um, and so it's one of those, like, even though a majority are gone, there is still something there. You know, I think sometimes it's really hard to focus on the positive when it seems like everything else is falling apart. Yeah, that's what I see as a major theme to this card, that he's not even focusing. He's just focusing on what he lost, and he doesn't realize what he still has, and he's taking it for granted. So I think that's, yeah. Okay, so if this card came up um, in a just a general reading, what would you say? So if this was something that came up, say I was doing like a card of the day even for myself, I would have to immediately say, okay, what am I ignoring? What am I taking for granted in my life? Because everybody has things that they regret and that they're sorrowful about. <laughs> sorrowful or sorry that it happened or they're just upset that it happened. And there's always that there's lack of acceptance is really what it is, what it boils down mm-hmm. to. So the minute that you don't accept the way things are around you, that's the cause of suffering. That's kind of what they try to teach or they teach in Buddhism. So... I like that because no matter where I look and or no matter who looks at this, they know that there's something that they're they regret or that they're sorry about or that they're upset about. And they are. And, you know, so by the same token, then they're ignoring something or they're taking something for granted, because especially in this civilization, we all have things that we could be thankful for. You know, just a hot shower or a warm meal. I mean, and that's really what it comes down to, you know. Not having to live in constant fear. There's lots of things. It's so easy to forget about all those things. Yeah, um, yeah. All you really have to do. That's why I'm a big fan of history. And I try, when I talk to people about history, I always try to focus on moments that were just terrible for humans. So it can be like, hey, look how good it is now, at least. there are. Yes, there's a lot of things we I'd like to change and like to see different. And I'm sure we all feel that way. But we also have to remember what we have and be thankful, at least, that we have and that. I, I do just want to point out, you know, obviously, like I've been talking a little bit about like how I feel like this is a reflection of me right now. You are really great, though, at always kind of reminding me to take a step back and not live in that emotion to be like just kind of observing and taking some perspective. So um, I always try to look at the cards with your eye because I kind of just always dive right in, you know, me and like trying to be like, oh, and I feel this and I feel that. And it's like, well, hold on a second. There's lots of other things we should be focusing on here. Yeah, yeah. Though that's you know that's a great thing about it. There's just so much in there that you can do. But all uh, right, yeah. Go ahead. So let's talk about this in a love reading. This in a love reading could easily like, signal wah, wah. signify something like the grass is greener on the other side. 
some kind of theme like that. So if somebody isn't happy with their current relationship, um, they're just, you know, they, there's a lot of bad things happening, but they're not focusing on the good things. And the, maybe it's a solid foundation or maybe there are a lot of good things, but there's some superficial things that are going wrong and it just makes it seem like it's terrible. Terrible. So Brandon, what is going on with us? Because normally I feel like I provide the positive and you provide the negative and you're saying something that I think is like super positive and I wrote down settling for less than you deserve. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. That's looking at it differently. No, that's that's great. Yeah, what is going on with us, huh? Something I know. <laughs> well, that's the, you know, that's like the whole river saying going back to that. No man, so even though I'm mostly one way or this way or that way, you know, Sometimes you, one day you're just a different man or woman. Yeah. No so woman I wrote is down the same. For, exactly. I wrote down for love. I said missing what was. So maybe there's a part of your relationship that kind of you feel like has gone away. Oh, yeah. Or, um, like the past. I said, right. Feeling lonely. Um, settling for less than you deserve. And then I also wrote down um, ending of a relationship or a specific part of a relationship because I think of relationships can evolve and change. Um, and even though at one second you might be like super happy in a relationship, like it takes work to keep it at that point. And, um, you know, things, do, nothing stays the, the same, right? The only constant in life is change. That's correct. In this universe. All right. So let's do a career focus now. Yeah. Let's move away from the emotional part here and let's focus on career. What are your thoughts? Oh, all right. Why don't you go first this time then? Okay. I said it's work that doesn't satisfy the seeker. <laughs> or it's feeling isolated at work. So like you're feeling like you're not being appreciated or your work is not being looked at or you kind of feel alone. And is this because of the, the fallen over cups? Like those are the the yes. praise that you think the, that they should... Or it's like, you know, maybe it's like you had this huge thing that you're working on, this huge project, or all, obviously like all of the facets of your job. And you're, you know, you have some of them that are still standing, that are still intact. Oh, okay, and maybe yeah. some of the other things kind of fell through and kind of, you know, being overlooked in terms of the fact that, okay, not all five are standing, but you still have two standing. Um, and then, you know, I also said, like I said, work that doesn't satisfy the seeker, like they don't see that there's still some merit to this job, whether it be like, even it's just like paying the bills, right? Um, they're so focused on like the fact that they don't like what they're doing or that they don't like the situation that they're in or the people they're working with or, uh, you know, what their schedule is or whatever. All right. And then um, I would say for this card, if I was talking to somebody about a career, I could say that especially something they were working on recently fell through or something went wrong. And I would also, this would be maybe geared towards somebody who is either self-employed or doing something out on their own because you see that they're out away from the castle across the water by themselves. So they're out there taking risks. So I would say to this person that it seems like it's a really bad time, but you have to look at how, how far you traveled, first of all. And second of all, you still have those two cups you started with probably less than that. So sometimes you got to take a few steps forward and take a few steps back, especially in business. That's exactly how it works. You have to roll with the punches. So if there's anyone out there that's looking at doing their own thing, this could be a great card for them to focus on if something goes wrong. Because failure is this thing that everybody fears. And I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about failure, how it's a great thing because failure lets you know what you're not good at, it lets you know what you don't want to do, and it just lets you know another way because you just keep trying and trying and trying until you figure that way out. It's like a like a combination lock if you're just trying I it and say, trying and trying it. I say the word fail is an acronym for first attempt in learning. Mm-hmm. There's my teacher side coming through. There All right. Go. So do we feel like we have anything else to say about the five of cups? Let's move on. I don't want to harp on this anymore. No, I, I think that's that's good. I, the only thing I would say maybe is talk about the bridge because we didn't really mention it too much. And that's just that could signify that it is possible to go back home or you can get back to that safety or that security. It's always there as an option. Maybe that could signify that. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. All right, let's move on, though. All right, um, let's do let it. <laughs> Okay. 
Hi. Let's talk about our major arcana card for this uh, week. I'm going to describe it the best I can here, okay? Um, the background is gray. You've got two pillars, one on each side, right and left side. You've got a figure in the center that's sitting on a throne. This figure is wearing like a red cape dress thing. Um, they have like this golden crown. They've got one hand, the right hand with two fingers up to the sky. In the left hand, they're holding um, like a staff. And down at the bottom of the card, you've got two figures, um, one on each corner that are wearing, um, it looks like suspenders. And it looks like just sitting and listening or potentially they could be, uh, you know, worshiping or something. And then the figure in the center is sitting down on this throne, but their feet um, looks like they're on like some kind of like wooden box or something. And then you got these two crisscross keys at the bottom in the center of the card. Again, if you're like, I'm totally lost. I have no idea what you're looking at. You can look at our Instagram or you can check it out on Google because I feel like I don't know how I feel about my description there. And he also, I don't know if you, did you say something about the crown at all? He has a crown that actually looks like the Pope's hat, but it's a yes. crown. And then in his left hand, he's holding a scepter with three. It's like a cross, but it has three crosses instead of just one. Yes. All right. So what are your initial thoughts when looking at this card? This just screams to me, Pope, when you first look at this. You know, I went, okay. like we both went to Catholic school. You know, we both live in the United States from the Northeast. So we mm -hmm. see a lot of this. So this just screams to me Catholic or Christian potentate. But it looks like, like a medieval Pope. And I think that's kind of what it's supposed to look like. But that's exactly what it reminds me of when I see it. I said um, it was very ritualistic. So I tried to move away from like defining it as a specific religion. But I said it seemed like a ceremony or a ritual or and it was some kind of organization where there was a top figure that other figures listened to. Yeah. Yeah, it could be any um, kind of uh, any kind of organized religion or even government or anything like right. that in structure. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, so um, let's kind of get into the different parts of this card here. Where do you even want to start? I honestly, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. What do we want to look at first? Uh, let's look at the crosses because if you look on his feet, he has crosses. If you look yes. in his little center white thing, like where a tie would go, it goes all the way down. It has crosses. And then mm -hmm. also you see the three crosses on, <clears throat> excuse me, on the scepter that he has. Mm-hmm. So what were your thoughts on that? To me, the cross just symbolizes inner uh, inner knowledge and, and basically getting your shit together inside in your brain and mm -hmm. combining both halves of your brain, your right and left brain. So that's this seems like a figure that, if you're looking at it in that context, is somebody who has that going on, especially because you look down at these two guys so that those can, that can symbolize the left and right brain also, especially because you have one guy's got a lot of blue, one guy's got some red, and they're mm -hmm. both listening to him, and it looks like he has them under his solid control. And to tie back into the colors, um, the, the figure in the center is wearing white with the crosses on it, but he's also wearing blue and red. Yeah, and you could tell he has a white on underneath too because his arms are white. I love that. I love that kind of interpretation. Um all right, let's look at his hat, crown. Crown. I think that, you know what, I'm I'm so thrown by this card because I feel like this should have been the number three. There's just a lot of threes in here. Like, even the crown, it looks like a three-tiered crown. Yeah, and it has three, looks like sticking, like prongs sticking out of the top also. Right. Um. And so I'm like, okay, when I think back to what we talked about when we talked about the number three, how does this relate to this card, which is then also the number five? Right. Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to get into the number five in a bit. Okay. Did you have any thoughts about the crown that this, this figure is wearing? The, it, it's a really extravagant crown. It's over the top. Like you said, it's three tiered and it has all kinds of things going on and it's on. So the fact that it's a crown, normally a crown would symbolize some kind of maybe inner knowledge or, like I said before, kind of getting to know know thyself. But maybe since this crown is three-tiered, this guy is a master at this. So maybe he's somebody who can put people on that path of self-knowledge and 
get, kind of getting your shit together. So this guy could be some kind of guru or a teacher. Maybe that's what I it, took you know? it um, into being like the structure of whatever the organization is. So kind of you have like the bigger part at the bottom, which is kind of like the common people. And then as you mm-hmm. get closer up to the top, it gets smaller and smaller. So the group of people um, gets smaller and smaller until like you pyramid. have the power. Yes, until you have the power in the hands of a few oh, at yeah. the very top. I like that. And then ultimately, it's one person, this guy, right at exactly. the top. Exactly. Um, all right, what about the staff or, like, the scepter that this figure is holding in the left hand? I think, it for me, it goes back to the teacher aspect of it. So he has this visual aid of self-mastery because it's three different crosses. So... Like I said before, not he's not only somebody who is self-mastery nailed and he's he's got it going on. He's able to show it to other people and to teach it to other people. But uh-huh. you can also look at that in a reverse way. So if I'm not being so positive, you can also look at that <laughs> in a way where he has that control over the other people. So he's telling them what yes. to do. So you can easily see this guy as like a middle mid um sorry, middle a pope from the Middle Ages who is, and if you see these two guys that are bowing to him, they could be some royal subjects um, following his, or carrying out his orders. They could be under his control. So you can also look at it that way. I like I like that breakdown of it too. Yeah, I really like that as well. Um, that's kind of the direction that I was going in. Uh, okay, so let's Great. look at, um, I do want to just talk about his two fingers um, on his right hand, kind of pointing up to the sky. I feel like that's such a religious pose. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. I was doing that earlier and it's like, what am I even doing? I'm not taking a picture. Who am I? Were you I? on the toilet and you were doing that? You're like, I'm doing number two. Oh, that was terrible. I was actually walking into my kitchen. I don't even know. Literally. I was like, just you were pooping in the kitchen. What's going on here? Okay. So do you have any thoughts about those fingers? What are your thoughts? Um, I said that uh, the hand up, like, so the one hand up and then the other hand kind of not necessarily down, but holding something that's pointing down, that's bridging the gap between, like, the spirituality or, like, a greater being and Mm -hmm. kind of the earth. Yeah, so kind of like the devil card that we talked about in a previous podcast. As above, so below, inner and outer. Yes. I didn't didn't see that. That's great. I would just... Um, Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. You go. You go. Um, I would just... It's the way he has the two up there like that. It's kind of the two opposing forces, I think. And he's holding them up and he's kind of showing that these he's controlling the two opposing forces. And that can actually I'll bring that us into the cross keys with that. Yes, because cross keys are a symbol that so key usually signifies knowledge because knowledge is the key. That's kind of, you know, the wisdom is the key. So. A lot of times when you see cross keys, what it could symbolize is that there's two different schools of thought that are in battle, but it's not always necessarily, you know, so say you want to take just for example, we'll take something old, like intelligent design. That was one, right? right? And then what's the other one is just uh, randomness or whatever, or Darwinism. There you go. <laughs> so you could look at it that way, but it those, so those two opposing ideas, say there was one person who wrote both those ideologies just so they would fight just to cause like some kind of confusion and division. So it symbolizes mm-hmm. that division. So this guy might be the guy behind the scenes who's causing this division. So even if it's like, say, racism, for example, because we know that in the past, certain either governments or religion has you th- have used tactics or things like racism to keep a population apart from each other and fighting at each other so they don't always look and see who the real bad guys are so that could symbolize Mm -hmm. that too i like that um so this guy's kind of controlling behind the scenes the division that everyone else is seeing and he's like i you know i don't want to keep tying his and and being like ah this is so political but like almost like a puppet master yeah kind of controlling these two yeah, people. you can even think of it sort of like uh, like media, like news. A lot of these people talked about this stuff years ago, how if you have one side just screaming about one issue and one side screaming about the other and they both have a little bit of truth to them and both of them are a little bit wacky, but people will fall, the majority of people will fall to one side or the other and then they kind of just fight each other on these lines instead of 
looking at who the real person behind the scenes could be. You know, mm-hmm. we all have our differences, but, um, you know, if you like Coke and I like Pepsi, we can go to war about it. But if there's somebody who's like, you know, I don't know, raping both of, day, of both us, of or I, why don't we are... go to like the most terrible things? If there's somebody who's robbing <laughs> us, there we go. Let's do that, Brandon. If there's someone who's robbing us, uh, we should probably take care of that first. Then we could decide about Coke and Pepsi later. So. And at the end of the day, Coke and Pepsi are both killing us. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I drink water mostly. <laughs> so. This is not um, an advertisement. <laughs> They're okay. doing fine. So is, is there anything else here you want to talk about? Oh, let's talk about the pillars in the back. So um, I said that the pillars in the back are very similar to the pillars in the High Priestess card. Um, and that there's two, but kind of like framing the card. Like, uh, so this person is sitting at the entryway of something. Yeah, it's a gateway. That's great. That's what I was going to say. And then also you could, I can add to that. If you look at, at the, near the top of the pillars, there are these symbols on each thing that could symbolize like ovaries or a birth canal or something like that. So going back to the portal thing where cause mm. a, a birth canal is sort of a, per, a portal. So it could be signifying some kind of feminine aspect of this card because this could be a female under there you never know it could be a nun they're really androgynous and then exactly um one thing i wanted to add if you're done with the pillars yes is i wanted to really blow your mind because when i saw this when this was pointed out to me it really blew my mind so if in our listeners too if you're looking at the picture look at the crown and then if you look at the rest of his throne if you put it all together it looks like he's an egyptian pharaoh it looks like a snake hood. A snake hood. You see what I'm talking about? Like the the throne that comes up above his shoulders. Okay. And if okay, you put it into the it. crown, and then if you're you know at home, Google the picture of what a pharaoh would look like. It's the same kind of headdress symbolized in there. I mean, yes. it's not exact, but it's spread out like a hood. So it has that throwback wow. to Egypt, which I love. Because it's thrown because the I pharaoh was a, a king, but he was also a religious figure too. He was like a god that came god, to earth. Yeah. So. Allegedly, I love that because I feel like so much of the cards, at least in terms of the way that we talk about them, we always kind of relate them back to Christianity. And I love kind of going even further back than that. Yeah, yeah, it's important to remember that they're, you know, Christianity. There's a lot of good things in there, but there's a lot of things that were. Re- taken and put in there and repeated and you talked about thousands of years before Christianity so it's it's always good to keep an open mind about that stuff in my opinion all right so this card comes up in a general reading what do you say this is all about my basic over motif (laughs) everything I always talk about and rail about which is getting to know yourself so when I see this card this is really the embodiment of that and the beginning of it too it's not a total mastery because this is where you so you already realize this is where you start to get it together though because he's up there he's in front of these two people he's in control and he's really got a a a hold of himself so that's that's what this always brings me back to is just that motif of self-control but like i said there's still work to be done you know nothing's ever perfect everything's uh it's like there's there's no happily ever after you always got to work at it so but this is that like you're on the road and you got it going i just said for a general reading this would be having faith in something faith so faith that you're gonna yeah you're gonna find the answer that you're looking for or you're going to you know be on the right path eventually that you're on something that you're supposed to be doing i said in a very general reading i would kind of look at where the rest of the cards lay in the spread and kind of interpret from that but this would be a kind of like um you just need to trust the process type of thing all right let's move on to a love reading so if this came up in a love reading what would you say this could signify a marriage because if you think about i said that too oh look at that ding 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 Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So you go ahead then. I want to hear what you got to say first. I said that it's like, um, because it seems very, um, organized and ceremonial, it's like a deep commitment, um, of these potentially the two figures there or whatever, but kind of, um, joining into one, whether it be like one relationship or something like that, but it's very formalized as opposed to, you know, just being kind of a, like, Hey, you want to do this kind of thing? Then this also could signify, something negative because like we were saying before 
this if this is the guy at the top of the pyramid or behind the scenes controlling it could signify somebody who's ruining a relationship too so somebody maybe who's in the middle of it or it could be uh maybe it's a relative or or somebody you guys know that's just ruining your relationship because of their involvement and what's going on there's the brandon i know and love (laughs) he's back i stubbed my toe (laughs) (laughs) all right um so let's say this comes up in a career reading what do we think I actually just had this come up in a career reading for my friend that I was just doing uh, his reading. I met him at a restaurant and it came up in his reading. So do you mind if I go first? Yeah, no, go ahead. God, that was so rude. I'm like, I'm just going to go first. No, you you um, can always <laughs> go first because most of the times I just add anyway because you were way more prepared. I, I like, you know, I just wanted to kind of <laughs> say this note because for the past two or three other episodes, I had more detailed notes and I, I felt like I was stumbling a little more. So I'm like, this time I'm kind of going to just do my research and wing it and I feel like it's coming out smoother this way because I kind of look at the card. Yeah. You asked me the question. I look at the card and similar because I also perform comedy. So similar to like an open mic where I go up there with an idea, that pressure, because all of a sudden now I have to perform, I just boom, it just comes out of me. It's like the last minute studying for a mm-hmm. test kind of thing <laughs> or procrastination. So um, oh, go ahead. Okay. So for a career reading, I said... Um, that this would be becoming a role model or a mentor. And honestly, in the reading that I just did, that's kind of how it came up of this person taking on more of a leadership role and developing a team and being kind of the leader of the team as opposed to being one of the people on the team. So I said being a teacher or a leader, I said that it's a leadership mentoring position, being one or finding one. So maybe you're not in that spot yet, but you're going to find a person who can kind of be that mentor for you. And then I also said that if you're looking at a specific job or you're looking for a specific job, this would be working in religious organizations or um, anything that has more structure to it, like a school or a government. Um, Honestly, even like a huge corporation where there is kind of this big kind of hierarchy and structure in terms of how things are run. Yeah, I like that. And I to add to that, I would say I would say maybe this is a call to get into some spiritual line of work and that doesn't mean that to go be a priest or a pastor or anything this could be maybe just a place where you can help people to help people with their problems so you can either be a counselor counselor or you could just be someone who does tarot cards and starts to read tarot cards because i've been finding out that by giving readings to people just even small little readings it has such a positive effect or just outcome it's just at the end of it everybody feels better and they kind of seen something and whether they do anything with it or not that's on them but it's just it's just one extra thing to help nudge them in the right direction and I can't see that hurting and to give them a different perspective than potentially that they would have not looked at yeah so I think that uh this card could easily signify that for somebody who isn't sure or unsure but knows they kind of want to help people somehow Maybe this is a signal that you have to listen to yourself to get on the right path and to to help out people. But you have to help yourself first, though. Remember that, everybody. You can't help anyone else unless you help yourself. Yes, That's the best way. So do we have any final thoughts here on this card? Um, I think that about sums it up for me. Okay, cool. Let's jump in here. To the numerology of the number five. I know if you listen to our past podcasts, I always talk about how I feel a connection to all of these numbers. Um, but five is my favorite number. So I was really excited to kind of get in there and see what this is about. Um, and once I read about the different traits of the number five, uh, like personality traits and stuff, I was like, oh, I'm such a five. <laughs> So, all right, uh, this is what I had written down here in terms of like talking about the number five and let me just tie it into the two cards here. So number five is full of energy, but unable to channel it. I feel like that could really tie into the five of cups because maybe there is all this energy and some of it's being kind of expelled in an inappropriate way or in the wrong way. And maybe that's and then you still have what some... caused the, the other three cups to fall over. Exactly, uh. exactly. Um, And so, um, you know, being unable to channel it, if I'm looking at the Hierophant, I'm like 
I don't know if I feel like that's unable to channel it. I think that that is kind of channeled, but it's like in a very specific way. So maybe it's just channeling it in one way, all this energy, as opposed to kind of looking at different ways of putting this focus out there. Um, I wrote down that the number five is adaptable, independently thinking, um, and unwilling to conform. And so, I mean, if that's not both of us, um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe the one that doesn't describe me is adaptable. When I look at the five of cups, I don't look at that figure as being adaptable. Um, they kind of look like they're like really fixated and it's not like, okay, what do we, how do we make the best out of this situation? Um, the Hierophant, I definitely would see as being adaptable just because they want to retain that power. So it's kind of like you always have to reinvent yourself. Um, yeah, that's, that's I a great freedom. I, you know, I just want to add to that because... You, everyone knows how I <laughs> how I feel about uh, the government, but I think that that's great because anytime there's people that are in control of other people, they have to stay on the ball and constantly reinvent what they do. Even though a lot of times they recycle the same old ideas, they kind of just, uh, you know, uh, they'll add. So if you look at even like presidential candidates going back through the years, there's always like a peace candidate. And then everyone votes for them, and then this happens, then they get all mad, then it's the other side. So it's like a cycle, but they keep reinventing and yes. changing it. So that's great. And I won't go any further about my rant, but go ahead. <laughs> all right. I said it's freedom-loving yeah. with a daring nature. Perfect. Um, I said it's the number of humanity. So um, I think that for f the number five, in terms of the five of cups, I think there is such a connection that so many people will have to that card just because we've all been there. Um, when I look at the Hierophant, I don't necessarily feel like everyone is going to relate to that card. But for the five of cups, I definitely think people do. Um, so in terms of I saying the number of humanity, I mean, like there's five senses, you've got five fingers and five toes. Um, and obviously the, the five fingers and five toes combined to be a 10, right? But on each hand, mm -hmm. um, and then you have five, um, like limbs or appendages, arms, legs, and head. Um, okay. Oh I yeah. So it's in it, also the human body, like if set up like that looks like the pentagram. So that's where you get the five also. Yes. Like the Da Vinci. Which is in both of the cards we're going to talk about yeah. at the end yeah. here, right? Okay. So I said the number five attracts people who don't blend in with the social demands of the world. Oh, I like that. Right? You're like, holy shit, I'm a five. Yeah. Um, unpredictable and changes their mind often. That is for sure me, um, 100%. Um, this says, I also wrote down difficult to plan ahead. That's not me because uh, I plan everything. But I said they think for themselves and they kind of have this like fast paced um, thought process because the planet that is associated with the number five is Mercury and there's a Hermes connection. And, you know, Hermes was supposed to be like delivering all this news. Um, and so when I think of my brain, I think that's why I feel such a connection here. I just think of and we talked about this at the very beginning, all these thoughts kind of running around in your head. And I, I purposely just use the word running because I'm talking about Hermes here Um and kind of that's why you're attracting these people who don't fit in because they're always finding something about you that's different. Yeah, so there's never that comfortability. I feel that way because I feel like a lot of times people try to put me in a box and it's really hard to do with just because I don't really fit in a nice comfortable box of any really belief mm -hmm. or you know team or whatever it is. So yeah, I, I can relate to that. All right, and so the last thing I do want to say about this one is um, I'm just going to draw it back to what you talked about earlier, which is the pentagram, because that's really, I feel like, a nice kind of transition into the last part of our, our podcast for today. Well, I, was, I just wanted to add also about the number five, is if you look at oh, yeah, five on the side of a dice, there's four on the outside and one in the middle, and that could easily symbolize a pyramid. So where we had four was perfection before, we were talked about mm -hmm. that in four. This symbolizes like that one step up. So you already you perf uh, you perfected your base, and now you're you're shooting up. But it also could signify some kind of loss of perfection in change, like it does in the five of cups, because you had four, which is perfect, and now you're going to this uneven five. So it, there's a split, and sometimes it's an uneven split, and there could be more bad than good, and you have to focus on that good, like in the five of cups. I love that. All right. Let's look at the last two cards here we're going to talk about, which is the same cards we've already talked about, but just a different kind of uh, illustration, right? Mm-hmm. 
and these are the card from sorry the cards from the Thoth deck by Alistair Crowley or Crowley or however you want to say it. So the first one is the Five of Cups, and it's labeled Disappointment on the bottom, and it shows what looks like. Oof. Two lily pads on top. Oh, first you see a symbol that's like a male symbol with the circle and the arrow. And then it looks like maybe two either hearts that are sideways or they could be lily, lily pads kind of facing each other. And they come down. It looks like it uh, it, it looks like it um, creates a big heart on top of a pentagram because as you come under it, there's a pentagram with the same type of uh, vine or whatever. And then each of these mm -hmm. points of the pentagram has a cup that looks like it could be crystal or glass and a little transparent. And then it comes down to the bottom of the base and it's like all squiggly and it's really pretty sweet. And then the background's all like orange and yellow. I just thought that going, if I'm looking at the five of cups from the Rider Weight deck and then I'm looking at this card, there's such a fragility here to the cups that I really felt connected to like my own humanity. You know, like you said, it's crystal, mm -hmm. but it could be glass. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there's these holes in there with what looks like metal already going through it. It's like, there's already a puncture wound um, that it's obviously not making that structure or that cup any stronger, um, you know, and that they're all kind of joined down into this bottom cup. It's like this bottom cup is kind of doing this balancing act um, with the four other cups and then these two like heart-shaped lily pads up at the top. Um, so like, I just felt this on such a personal level when I, when I, when it says disappointment, like it's like, a trying to juggle too much and, you know, eventually something's going to break. Yeah. The negative aspects of it, because it looks like everything is being juggled and balanced, but it doesn't look like a happy picture for sure. Especially these. Right. Whatever they are, the hearts or whatever at top, it looks like they could even be opposed to each other. So mm -hmm. it could be that. It could even signify, signal um, or symbolize the right and left sides of your brain or the, f the, the different energies that are just opposed and they're not working out. But if you turn it upside um, down, do it looks so also... happy. Did you notice that? <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously, look at it upside down. It looks like a really happy card. And I, I think most of it has to do with that pentagram in the middle because when it's right side up, it has where the star is pointing down. So that's the evil one that's supposed to signify the goat and Satan. But then when it's up, uh, when you put it upside down, it shows you the happy five-sided pentagram. But I'm saying that it, it's happy, but for me, it just feels more stable. Yeah, yeah, it looks really stable. Yeah, you have the two bases. on the bottom. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, I didn't even think about it that way. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Um, okay, and I also just want to just make sure I point out the little, like, flowers or whatever that are in the center here and the fact that, like, the petals look like they're falling off. Yeah, like decay or ruin, something. Yeah, um, or almost like, again, just like this whole structure falling apart. Like, eventually it will just all come tumbling down. Preach. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the Hierophant then um, in this deck. I, there is so yeah, much going on I love here. this card. This card, I just sometimes I'll just sit and look at it because, like you said, there's so much going on, and it just seems like, for me, it seems like a really positive card because it, it looks like he's smiling and the way his hand is down. So if, if you, like I, like we said earlier, you can go to our Instagram at terrible. Terrible two T R O T B U L L two, and you can see a picture of this. But he has his two fingers down. I, I don't know. It just seems like there's. It's a lot more positive. What, what did? You, what was your first initial reaction to this? Um. See now with his two fingers down, I felt like that was like more negative, like just drawing down more towards the earth as opposed to having like this divine intervention and connection. Mm -hmm. Um. And if I'm looking at the card, so in the four corners, you have the four representations of the four evangelists. It's like, it's just such a, again, it's such a Catholic influence here or Christian influence. Um, so like the four corners have that. It's kind of like they're converging into then this pentagram where he is in the center and his head is the top of that star. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, and then in his, like on his chest, it looks like the Christ child, um, who also is in a pentagram. Yep. 
and he has the two points down. And then I also like to point out, because you don't really see it right away because there's so much going on. It's kind of hidden in plain sight. But it looks like there is a female, or there is a female, like a goddess figure holding the moon in one hand or a crescent. And then the other hand, she's holding this scepter that's shining a light to her face, but then it illuminates the Hierophant himself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of signifying or symbolizing like the, the Wizard of Oz where the man behind the curtain, but it's a, a woman behind the curtain. And I feel such a connection to that figure, though, to ancient Egypt. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the stance with like, um, you know, you can't, it's not like her feet are opposed, like, or like she's like walking, which is a very ancient Egyptian stance. But for me, I just look at that and I think of ancient Egypt. Yeah, and she's very planted in her in her way and her truth because that's usually what the light is. It's like the truth or the knowledge. So she's the holder mm-hmm. of it, and then it goes through her mind, and then it gets transposed onto this Hierophant figure. So this just – there's a bunch of ways you can look at her. So the, the positive way would be that inner force, that inner intuition. You're using that in the positive way to illuminate your life. I just also wanted to point out, like, I think it's so interesting. I'm, like, looking at them right by, uh, side by side right now. I, If I looked at the Rider weight one, I mean, I already talked about how I feel like it talks about, like, an organization or a structure of some kind of um, company or something like that. I don't get that at all from this card. I don't see, like, government or any kind of religious, um, like, setup or organization or business at all. Yeah, this is much more esoteric. It seems much more inward. Yes. It's more of a spiritual journey, especially with the animals and the way that they're arranged. And mm-hmm. then the, these figures having no eyes, that's what really sticks out to me too, The uh, in the corners. Like they're like masks. Yeah, like masks, exactly. All right, any final thoughts on this card? I think we could leave it there for now. The only other... The thing I might point out is behind his head, it looks like there is a uh, also a five-sided, like a like a yes. clover or something. So that's yep. really cool to point out. It looks like it could be hearts too, like five different hearts. Ooh, I love that tying it back to the cups yep. here. All right, so I think we did a really awesome job today. And wait, listen, this is, how, this is how I'm going to sign off here. I'm going to sign off by saying... High five. Yeah. (laughs) And that's it. Stay terrible. Yeah.